You're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of the Disney Plus original series, The Mandalorian. I'm Seal. I'm JD. Let's talk about Chapter 3, The Sin. The sin sounds so ominous. It does, like some bad, something bad's coming. Right, or that you've done something really, really, bad. really, really wrong. Yeah. So, cool. Let's, let's, let's talk about it. I'm here for it. Let's do this. So, the uh, the beginning is cute with Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Know, taking the little knob off of... Uh, off of his whatever, he some, like creeps up and mm-hmm. takes in. He's like, "It's not a toy." Stop it's touching things. Yeah. Stop touching things. And he's like reaching, pushing buttons. Yeah, and he's just messing with everything. So when he lands, he takes him straight to the client, and the bounty that he gets for it is a bit ridiculous. It's crazy. Twenty bars of Beskar steel. Twenty bars. That's a lot. So that is a lot. I mean, that's unheard of. Because he got one just for taking the job. Right? Yeah, as his down payment. Mm-hmm. And then he got 20 more. And so he delivers him in the scientist and Von Herzog's character. Like, oh, thank you. Your reputation was not unwarranted. Mm. But then he breaks every code and rule about bounty hunting there is. And he says, what are you going to get, do with the child? Like, what is going to happen to him? And we learn that uh, that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. That once the job is completed, it is to be as if it never happened. Yeah. And that didn't happen. No. It doesn't at all. So, he uh, takes his reward, though, because 20 things of Beskar steel is enough for him to get a new chest piece. Because his other one is... Well, he got a whole new suit of armor. Yeah. His other one is destroyed. Yeah. He got everything. Yeah. So well, except for the helmet. Yeah. Well, it doesn't he have one like one leg pad looks like the old one. Yeah, it might be, but yeah. Otherwise, he's got the both shoulder pads. He's got the chest piece. Mm-hmm. He's got some leg most, stuff. Most yeah. of the leg stuff. He's got the arms done. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's kitted out. Yeah. And I love the, I love the scene where he's getting it forged, and they're like, oh. she said, "What what did you what destroyed your old armor? It was a mud horn." Okay. Uh, I can make the Mudhorn your signet mm-hmm. uh, if you want. And this seems like you've earned it now. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. I can't have the Mudhorn because it wasn't an honorable kill because I was helped by an enemy. Which is a weird statement. Let's talk about this for a second. Why is Baby Yoda his enemy? Because Baby Yoda was the quarry. Baby sure. Yoda was the bounty. But an enemy. Like, there's no enemy... Like he he'd done nothing to hurt or to have any sort of aggression or ill will toward the Mandalorian. So I, I feel think like that's how he has to think about it. Okay, maybe he gave up that little kid. I mean, it's a little baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, never mind that it's fifty years old. It's a baby, and so maybe that's how he has to think about it. Is okay. The quarry is the enemy, so yeah. that's how it happened. I mean, they're certainly not allies. No, but they were in that moment because Baby Yoda didn't know any better. Right. And it's true. He didn't know. He didn't know any better. He didn't know what was happening to him. Yeah. So it's a weird way for him to start talking about Baby Yoda, considering the way this episode goes. You know, it doesn't seem like he thinks of him as an enemy. No. But 
we'll get into that. So, but while he's having his thing forged, a bunch of other Mandalorians show up, which was awesome. You're like, yes, that was rad. There's more than one, and one of them is jacked. Like you can tell, even in his army, like he's humongous. That is an enormous human being, like or Mandalorian, whatever. But they are human beings, just whatever. And so they kind of get into a verbal altercation, which leads into a physical alteration. Mm-hmm. You know, fists are being thrown. You know, cool, I'm going to punch your helmet and then your armor, and that's really going to be effective. And then they both pull their vibroblades. That was so cool. Because that's something, you know, you read about it in the books and mm-hmm. the comics and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever really seen it. No, and like in Knights of the Old Republic, that was a weapon that you could get. Yeah. But you, it didn't do anything special in the game. It just looked like a knife. Yeah. And then here we're seeing them. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. And they're like ready to get, they're just ready to tear each other apart. And our armorer friend steps in. Right. And they're upset. I mean, I think with a good reason. Because on the Beskar Steel, there's the Imperial Signet. Yeah, so this stuff was stolen by from the them during the purge when everybody was wiped out. Right. And, and so, yeah, there's going to be some hard feelings. Well, and sure, but you got to think about it. Like, what this what this best car represents is, hey, now it's back in our hands. Cool. Maybe I'm working with people who used to be part of the Empire. But the Empire is no more now. Right. Right. And we are out here scrounging for a living, doing what we can to get by. And the fact that I was able to secure 20 pieces of this Beskar steel, mm-hmm. there's going to be plenty left over for me to not only get my full armor, I got some singing birds, which are whistling birds. Whistling birds. That's what it is. Same thing. Whistling, singing, tomato, tomato. And then also some for the, uh, for the foundlings. Mm hmm. But. We also get a new uh, a new saying, you know, I have spoken, was from episode one and two, yeah. and now it's, this is the way, the way of the Mandalorian. And it has taken over the internet. That's, well, this is the way. I say that all the time. People don't get it, and that's how I know that they're not my friends. Like, if you don't know what, Ooh, yeah. if you don't know, if I say this is the way and you don't respond, like, okay. Yeah. I, I don't need to talk to you anymore. Yeah, it's like when the first century Christians would draw like a half a fish, and then the other dude would draw the other half a fish, and be like, all right, cool, we're bros. Right. And then if the guy didn't draw the half a fish, you turned and ran away. Right. Yeah. Or if you say, may the force be with you, yeah. and also with you, you know, or live long and prosper. There's there's sayings oh. to mark our culture. Hello there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, so they... they yeah, this is the way. And it's nice that the the armor was able to remind them, like, hey, cool. Y- y'all need to cool your jets, Rocket, because we're fine. Yeah. And they do. They Everybody stands down. Everybody's cool. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, yes, this is the Once that is invoked, the mood changes. It's like, okay, right. we're all cool now. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we also get a little bit of a flashback during the forging of yeah, the armor. Yeah, while the armor's getting... Mm-hmm. Forged and beat on and pounded and sparks are flying yeah. and cut to explosions and his I guess we I assume that's his mom mm-hmm. scooping him up, running him, hiding him. I'm getting kind of a baby Kal-El, last son of Krypton vibe going right. I thought they were gonna if like if they put him in a ship and shoot him off into space, I'm gonna flip a table. Right. They but, didn't. No. They, they put hit him, him in away. a cellar. Yeah, they put him in a cellar and hit him away. Wow. I mean battle droids. It was droids, right? It was it was battle droids, yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was, yeah. Full it, circle. Full circle. How about them apples? Yeah, because they talk about 
um, in uh, the Clone Wars, the television show, and then also in Star Wars Rebels. They you talk about Mandalorians and you see Mandalore and the battle droids and stuff like that. So it was nice to see it kind of yeah. fit into the canon. So after he gets his new shiny suit, he goes back to the bounty hunting guild and all the other bounty hunters are just looking at him like, oh, I'm jealous. I can't believe mm-hmm. it. So straight up looking at him with hate, hate. And so he goes and he talks to Apollo Creed. Yeah. And he's like, hey, grief. His name's grief. I know, but uh, which is a cool name. It is actually it is. Yeah. And so he's like, how many people had a fob? Everyone, everybody, everyone had a fob. <laughs> like, and he's like, all you people suck. Look at this guy bask in his glory because you will never match him. You will never be his equal. I mean, he's just, he's just laying it on thick. <laughs> so he's like, here is a well done. And look, I also got rich and he got some best yeah, guard too, which yeah. is not cool. Not cool at our. So Griff's like, okay, you need to take some time off. But the Mandalorian's like, no, 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 I want to go to work. Give me your highest bounty. And he he like shows him uh, a few and uh, none of them are very high paying. He's like, okay, but it's fine. I'll take this one and then I'll go off. And then he follows up on the question that he had asked the client earlier. Yeah. He's like, do you have any idea what they're going to do with the kid? Because I need to know. Which is interesting to think. I mean, we we questioned in the first few episodes if he had any sort of morals, any mm-hmm. sort of qualms about dealing with children. And it seems like he does. Yeah, it definitely seems like he does. And, and Grief's like, hey, you're not supposed to ask that. Uh, what do you want to know? And he makes a point. He's like, hey, these guys are you know, Imperials. And he's like, whoa, 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 the Empire's gone, pal. Yeah. And he just makes the point you just made earlier. It's like, we're all just trying to get by. Right. He's like, well, if you know, if you're really upset about it, go, uh, go to the core mm-hmm. and lodge a complaint with the new Republic. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, right. And he's like, what a joke. Right. Yeah. That's not going to do any good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You need to go relax. Go pay for some women. You drown in some spice and forget about all your troubles for a little bit and then come back and get to work. But no, no. He's like, okay, I'm just going to go to work. So he goes and he's about to get on his ship and he, has a change of heart. Well, he's got point. it not about to get on the ship. He's got the thing fired up, and he's about to launch. Yeah. I mean, he's going. And then he, you kind of see it. Of course, you can't. He does. Can we just talk about yeah. the performance here? Yeah. Pedro Pascal. Just is, with. Because you can't, 90% of our communication, if it is in the eyes and the facial, there's, we don't get any of that right. because he never takes the helmet off. And then also with the voice being kind of robotic, yeah. because it's like he speaks and it kind of comes out the speaker, you know? Yeah. And you just see this sort of change in his body posture. And he's like, you can just, you can just hear him going, Ugh. yeah. And the eyes rolling and oh, crap. I'm going to do this, aren't I? Yeah, I am. Powers down the ship, gets up and trots back across town. Right. Back to where the baby Yoda is. And he uses the the scope from his armor and not from his armor, from his rifle. And also the 
tools from his armor to kind of look through infrared and find out where the baby is and see the signature. And he hears them talking and the scientists and the client are talking about what they're going to do with the baby. Like extract the information you need. Let's get out of here. I was promised that he'd be kept alive. Yeah. Who cares? We got what we need from him. Yeah. We don't need to do that. Yep. And that is enough to have the Mandalorian be like, all right, I got to step in here. I got this. And he proceeds to wreck shop. Like he, he blows up a hole in the, in the outer uh, edge of the compound, goes through and just starts killing the stormtroopers in their useless armor while his Beskar steel is clearly a, a superior yeah. to whatever plastic Imperial stormtroopers are made out of. And he really is impressive. With yes. what he's able to do. Quite. But when he gets to the doctor, he's about he's really upset with the doctor. And the doctor's like, yo, yo, yo. I'm with you. I don't want him dead. Hey, if it not for me, the kid's dead. I kept him alive. Mm-hmm. He's like, and, and he got Baby Yoda, like, strapped down on this uh, gurney thing with a little deal. And they're doing something to him. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing to the kid? And he's like, no, no, don't kill me. Yeah. And so whatever it is they're trying to extract, they was trying to extract him. Yeah. But without killing him, because the doctor didn't want him to die. So he's able to take Baby Yoda and kill the rest of the stormtroopers on the way out. But there's a scene. As soon as he steps out with Baby Yoda, all of the bounty hunters' fobs activate again. Yep. Everybody's like, huh? Yeah. What? It's like that scene in John Wick where, you know, they put out the bounty on John Wick. And he's like, it's going to be active in one hour. And then when it goes active... All of the bounty hunters again. I mean, all of the assassins and John Wick are like, "Oh shit!" So all the bounty hunters are like, "Okay, there's money to be made here. Someone done messed up." Yep. So let's go find it. So he gets surrounded by quite a by few everybody. He makes hunters. it most of the way across town. Yeah, he's within inside of his ship. Yeah, but they're waiting there. Then he gets ambushed. Right, and grief comes out, and he's like, "Okay, here's the deal. Give us the baby, and we might let you live." But I think the Mandalorian's gone too far at this point. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I, he's no. broken. He's broken all the rules. Right. It's not like they're going to give him work again. As a, I don't as a think hunter. he's in the guild anymore. At this no, point. maybe not. He may have broken one too many rules. Yeah. So a firefight breaks out, and you know it's it's an old fashioned old west gun. When there's the thing where okay, I love this because this is straight up western stuff happening right here. So grief's like, okay, look, 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 look. Let's talk about this first. Put the baby on on the right. on the speeder, which is let's face it, it's a wagon. Yes, I love the yeah the wagons that are just being pulled by uh by droids. By droids, awesome. It's a wagon. The droid is the horse or the donkey or whatever. This is a wagon. Set the baby on the wagon. Then the firefight starts, and what happens is he jumps on, and it's like as if the horse got spooked in the thing. But he had to tell the droid. He had to pull the gun on the droid. And say go, mm-hmm. but. Okay, now the heroes jumped in the wagon. The wagon's running uncontrolled through the streets. Right. Everybody's shooting at everybody. They're coming off the coming out of the woodwork, yeah. jumping behind barrels, falling off roofs. Yeah. It was it's beautiful. Like an old, yeah, it's like a John Wayne movie. It was a western. I love yeah. it. The well, the one like the sons of Katie Elder were like they're they're they shoot the gun up and they're hiding in the back of the wagon while and like shooting over without looking. Yeah. It's awesome. And There's so he, going on. he's taking a lot of them out, but eventually they get to a point where it's like, okay, I'm in a, I have no chance here. And then grief shoots the horse. Yeah. 
AKA the droid, the droid. And so it stops and he's kind of stuck. He's, he's got cover, but if they rush him, he done. Yeah. I mean, there's no, he's going to take out three or four of them, which is why they're hesitant because nobody wants to die. Nobody wants to be one of the three or four, but if they all came at him, he'd have no chance. No, he'd be in trouble. He, He is in trouble. And then all of a sudden you see these people flying in dressed very similar. Well, dude, start blowing up. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell is going on? And then all these Mandalorians with their jetpacks. Right. And we really get to see that, you know, dude, the jetpacks live action. We've seen it in the Clone Wars, but live action, we get to see the jetpacks. Right. And, and the different. So cool. Yeah. And the different uh, weaponry that they use. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no set weapon, which I think is awesome. And Big Man has what is basically equivalent of a minigun, and he is just laying waste to people. Right. And it there's a couple things that are really important here. The, like the Mandalorians stick together, even though they had a disagreement, you know, not earlier that day. Mm-hmm. They came to his rescue yep. with no reasoning behind it, no calling them, and, and no, I mean, he basically has outed them, and they've been hiding for a while. He's like, hey, the clan has to relocate now. And they're like, no, it's fine. This is the way. Like, yeah. It's like, the, this very matter of fact, it's like, this is how it is. Yeah. I've got you. We've got your back. You've got our back. We would expect the same thing from you if this happened to us. If we made a decision, we're not, if you make a decision, we're not going to question it. We're going to back your play yep. because we're Mandalorians and that's what we do. And so they're like, cool, get the kid out of here. We will hold them off, which basically means we will wreck shop. We're going to kill all of them. Yeah. They're, yeah. You know, they killed every last one. Absolutely. They did. They're like, go. And so he gets on the ship and he's about to take off when grief shows up because, you know, being a Western, there's always the bad guy who sneaks away when the going gets tough mm-hmm. and it's sneaky, sneaky. And he's on the ship and he's like, yo, Mando, give me the kid. I didn't want it to come to this, but give me the kid and you go on your way. We're done. I just want the kid because I want the reward. And the Mandalorian uses his little uh, carbonite freezing thing and <sighs> Puts up the smoke screen. Puts up the smoke screen, is able to knock him off the ship. Well, he shoots him. Shoots him. In the chest. Mm-hmm. And then he takes off. Come to find out, though, he shot him right in the best scar. Yep. So we know that we're going to see grief later. Yeah. For sure, because he he's not happy no. for that his whole guild got destroyed and that his reputation is probably ruined as the person you come talk to if you need a bounty. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he ruined the man's livelihood. Yeah. So as the Mandalorians fly away, big dude with his jetpack flies up next to him, gives him the old salute, which is a bit cheesy. Looking very war machine-ish. Yeah. You know? A bit cheesy. But the Mandalorian makes the comment. He's like, man, I got to get me one of those. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Because right. that's something he doesn't have. Yeah. He's got a lot of the toys, but he doesn't have the yeah. jetpack. Doesn't have the jetpack yet. And <laughs> right after that, we see little baby Yoda's hand reach up uh, to the console and the Mandalorian, he he just takes that knob that he was getting mad at him for putting mm-hmm. with and hands it to him. And it, that's it. And away they go. Dude, now that was, that's an episode of television, man. It was so good. It really was. Like, it was so like, good. Like you said, it's like watching a Western, but like a condensed like down version, like a, like a like 35 minute version of a yeah. Western. Like, dude shows back up with his quarry, he's got the fight, He's he realizes the error of his ways and rectifies his mistake, 
fights his way through it, and now he's on to the next mission, on to the next thing. So awesome. So good. And just seeing all the Mandalorians and what they're capable of, and a little bit of backstory about who he is, and then furthering the plot. Now we know who the main bad guy probably is going to be, is Grief. Well, cool. Let's go. We yeah. got a few more episodes of the show. Let's see what happens. Let, let, uh, yeah. There's, what? How many? Five more? Six more? Five, uh, six more. Six more. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, nine. So, yeah. Six more. And then season two has already been confirmed. We're so. only a third of the way through. So, we got two thirds of a season to go. And look at how much ground we've covered. Yeah. Look at how much awesome stuff we've seen. Yeah. I'm so excited for the rest I of it. I really am, too. But, yeah, this, so far, this is. Of the three, this is my favorite episode. I think this right. is the strongest one. Right. And there was something interesting. Um, this episode was directed by Deborah Chow. And she's the first woman to direct a live-action Star Wars project. You're right. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. So I don't know what else Deborah Chow has done. She gave us some awesome, awesome action sequences for yeah, sure. Yeah, she did. So good for her. Um, and that's cool. The next episode... Is directed. I was really surprised when we find out who directed the next one. I'll tell you on the next one. But uh, it was a good television show. I'm enjoying it so far. We hope that you're enjoying it too. I mean, and we hope that you're sticking with our podcast. Like we said on last episode, sorry we're a little behind. We ran into some technical difficulties and life difficulties considering it's the holidays. It is. So we hope that you're enjoying your time in the holidays, but that you're uh, following along with the cast and you forgive us. We will be up to date from now on. Yeah, we're fixing to. Yeah. So uh, there's a couple things you could do for us, though, if you don't already. If you don't follow us on Twitter, please do so. You can follow us individually. I'm at Real JD Lee. I am at Seal Adams, and that's S-E-A-L-E-A-D-A-M-S. And you can always follow our our network at Recap FM. No dot at Recap FM. That's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all social medias. Also, check out our website, Recap.fm. You can go there and see all of our shows that we're doing now, all of our back catalogs. And there's a big red button on the top that says subscribe. Get on our newsletter. We send out bi-weekly issues with fun facts, issues, discussion things, just trying to build community, build rapport with you guys. So we Let you know what shows are coming up. Sometimes we have bonus content. Yeah. So. We're just trying to interact with y'all, trying to, you know. Like we said, build a community about people of like-minded interests about television and nerdy stuff and yep. things like that. So we we won't spam your inbox, we promise. We really do think that you will get something out of it. So uh, check that out for us. Anything else? Nope. Nice. Well, like we said before, thank you for sticking with us. We hope that you're enjoying the show and that you're enjoying the podcast. We will see you real soon with episode four. Until then, uh, farewell. Farewell.